Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskan. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. Hope you're keeping well. Belinda Carlisle, heaven is a place on earth kicking us off this morning. Hope you had a nice weekend and you're ready for the week ahead. You can get in touch 086-1800-658. Kind of appropriate actually that that song was in there at the start of the programme this morning because over the weekend I was confronted by, you know, what's going to happen after we die in the most unlikely of places because I was at Des Bishop's show at the Crescent Concert Hall. Lovely venue, by the way. That was the first time I was in that venue in Drogheda and I was there to see him perform his show, Me and Mama. And it was definitely up there as being the most memorable live show experiences that I've ever had. So we, you might recall, we were talking to Des on the show a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about sort of, you know, what had happened and how... Me and Mama, this show had come to kind of light or whatever. So his mother passed away in 2019 and he decided to write a whole show around her because he'd written a show around his father's death as well, which was also brilliant. Um, But it's so as much as this is absolutely side splittingly, your face is going to be sore laughing show, okay, that you would expect from an amazing comedian like Des Bishop. It does kind of leave you sort of thinking about what are we doing here? You know what I mean? What are we doing? What do we, you know, what's our legacy? What happens after? All of that. And um, yeah, it really did give me pause. Now, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm one of these people that does have a real fear around death. And I do think about, you know, what's going to happen. And he has his own views around that, which are a little bit dark, <laughs> you know, so that maybe kind of, you know, got in on me as well. But he he does kind of talk about, um, you know, sort of his mother's final moments and what she said, you know, at the end and things like that. And it made me think, well, I definitely don't want to kind of be looking back with any sort of regret, you know. And it also kind of makes you think, we got to, we really got to live. We really have to live our lives and try and live as fulfilling lives as we possibly can. And not to get kind of, I don't know, deep and existential on a Monday morning but it kind of left me with that feeling now it is 
like so, so funny. Like I promise you, it's absolutely hilarious because Irish people are so, so good at laughing at death and grief and all of these difficult things. And he brings up a lot of difficult things and it's hilarious. The kind of angles that he brings in and kind of the twists and turns. Like, I mean, at one point we were singing songs that you would hear at a mass, a funeral mass. So there's all that kind of going on as well. But uh, yeah, it made me kind of think we really got to take, you know, life by the by the hand, I suppose, or by the horns and just sort of really kind of live in the moment and experience life and not take it for granted. That's really what I was left with. So there you go. Very deep, very deep message after a Des Bishop gig. And it was my first time actually seeing him perform live stand-up. I've spoken to him a couple of times on this show and other shows, but um, had yet to actually get the chance to see him. So it was really brilliant. And his mother was equally hilarious as well. He showed a couple of different video clips of her and different things that she said and kind of her state of mind uh, as she was kind of the last kind of couple of days and weeks of her life. And it was just very, very funny, very funny lady, but a lot going on there as well. So I highly recommend it. I really do. Like we just died laughing. So we were talking about the jokes on the way out and how funny they were. But then we were also talking about like, yeah, like what are we at? What are we at? We're like not living maybe to the fullest. So, you know, good message to leave us with as well. So it was absolutely brilliant. Highly recommend it. If you do get a chance, uh, he's touring all over the country at the moment. If you can check it out, all the details are on his website and on Ticketmaster as well. Highly recommend it. And it was great to see a packed house as well in the Crescent Theatre in, in Drogheda. Um, very, very, you know, nice kind of to get back to all of those live performances and live gigs. So if you're looking for something a little different, very, fu- very funny, pure escapism that way, but also will make you think about what you're doing with your life, maybe. I highly recommend it. Me and Mama, Des Bishop, absolutely brilliant. Really and truly great. Now, getting back to today and another great show that we're going to be talking about later on in the programme. I had the pleasure of chatting to Roisin Whelan last week. She is a choreographer and she is working with Ballet Ireland. And this is the first ballet show that's going to be aimed at children. Now, I know if you're like me and you kind of hear, oh, ballet, you know, I don't know. It's a bit different. I don't know if that's for me. I promise you. It really is. It's become so much more accessible and this is aimed at children. So it's a great one to bring the kids to as well and to introduce them to this. So it's uh, going to be, it's called The Glass House and it's very much about kind of the environment and protecting, you know, our environment and climate change and the effects and all of that. But it's very much simplified for children and for us because I think sometimes these (laughs) messages about the climate and environment can be, you know, feel quite big. So they've kind of really kind of simplified it down and, and it's very powerful it looks really really amazing so we're going to be chatting to Roisin a little bit later on in the show and of course we've got plenty of music to get you through the morning like this there's the Lumineers ho hey on LMFM's 11 to 1 has anyone turned on the heating yet it is one of those kind of you know it's like will I turn it on now do I really need it now or will I just put on a jumper you know whereas before we might have been just clicking it on with, with abandon Living recklessly before all of this to do with the energy crisis. Well, the energy crisis has prompted one pub to make the most of rising fuel costs. I'm going to, it's very strange. (laughs) I'm going to bring you the details of what they're at in uh, Doyle's Corner in Fibsborough just after these. 11 to 1 with Doyle's Corner in Fibsborough and a sister pub in Smithfield have come up with an idea that, uh, 
will help them massively, I'm sure, with rising fuel costs. It happens on a Tuesday uh, every week and I'm wondering if people will actually <laughs> buy into this I'm not sure but uh, it's going it's to be a new kind of meaning to the whole kind of chill out in the pub let's put it that way I'll bring you more details of that very shortly he performed at the Three Arena recently it was, looked like an epic gig he's coming back next year 8th, 10th and 11th of March George Ezra yeah, yeah absolutely brilliant uh, now uh, the Dublin pub is offering customers A 20% discount on food on Tuesdays. And why are they doing this? Well, they have come up with a solution to the energy crisis. Uh, They're going to be turning the heating off, basically. Doyle's Corner in Fibsborough. They're asking customers to come and chill with them every Tuesday in October and they're going to turn the heating down. They're asked to bring their coat. Customers are asked to bring their coat and get 20% off their food bill. So this is Doyle's Corner in Fibsborough and also Sister Pub in Smithfield. Uh, because they fear they could be end up paying an extra €100,000 in energy costs by the end of the year. And uh, this guy, co-owner Ronan Flood, came up with a plan. So a 20% chill count on your food bill. So he's like, come in every Tuesday, keep your coat on and uh, hopefully have a good evening. And apparently he's already seen a surge in bookings coming in for a Tuesday evening because I'd say a Tuesday as well in a bar probably wouldn't be hugely busy you know as well so this is very clever on both sides because they're kind of getting people in the door on a Tuesday as well but I'm yeah, I just don't know like I'm a cold creature like the guys in the Michael Reed show know when I'm coming in here at 11 like just be turning off that air conditioning they're very they, they just I don't know if it's the heated debates on Michael Reed's programme or what but I come in here and it's always freezing. So I definitely, I don't know if I could do this, you know. I mean, I like a pub atmosphere as much as the next person, but I don't know if I could, like, be that devoted to it, to have my coat on and be in a freezing. But then you see, if the place is packed, do you know, maybe, probably be all right. It's quite a good genius idea. We're going to see a lot of this, I'd say. Businesses kind of coming up with different ideas to try and get round energy crisis and crying. I mean, they really, I have to say, Business owners are very creative. We saw it in COVID as well, how they tried to kind of keep things going, how they pivoted, how they, you know, changed tactic. This is another great example of this. And do you know what? Fair play to them. Couldn't be for me now, mind you, but fair play. I have no doubt that it probably will take off and that people will just put their coats on and come in for the 20% off the food. Not bad. There's Tin Lizzie with Sarah on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, Lyra, we spoke to her the last time in 2019 and she was just on the cusp of absolutely just massive stardom. And she is, despite the break in live entertainment and everything else with COVID, she really is achieving greatness. She's, she's amazing. She has a new single, which is coming out on Friday. It's called 29 Box and... This is very much a commentary on social media because as we know, social media can be brilliant. It can be a brilliant tool, but it can be a very dark place as well. And the kind of this idea of kind of always being perfect online as well is, you know, very, very difficult. So she's going to be talking to us all about this new song, which is about this. And also she's coming to the TLT in Drogheda in November. So we're going to catch a word with Lyra after these. 11 to 1. 
My first guest's beautiful voice has been compared to Enya, Florence and the Machine and Kate Bush. And whilst this is true, she definitely has her own distinctive sound. She's from Cork originally, but based in London. She moved there to concentrate on her music with the hopes of making it big. And it looks like everything is going to plan. With songs like Edge of 17 and Lose My Mind achieving millions of streams across all platforms, performances at big festivals at home and abroad. And she's due to open for Westlife as well during their UK tour. She has announced the release now of her new single 29 Box and the reaction is really positive from fans she's also embarking on an Irish tour and she's coming to Drada's TLT in November Lyra it's wonderful to have you back on 11 to 1 how are you getting on can you hear me there Oh, I think we've. Oh, do you know what? I think we've lost her. I, she was coming off of a. Uh, she was in the airport. She's just after coming off a flight, so we've just lost her. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and get her back on the line and play you this song. So this song, Twenty Nine Box, right, is um, about social media. You know, the kind of needing to be perfect, all of that, and kind of the pressure to kind of you know fit into this kind of perfect life that people expect online. So here it is, Twenty Nine Box. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. I have to bring Lyra in. 29 boxes coming out on Friday. Lyra, how are you getting on? Oh, God, I'm nervous. You're nervous. I got on a suggestion. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you get the jitters still when you hear like new music being played on the radio for the first time? Yeah, massively. Like I will be so nervous now on Friday when it's like finally like out in the world for everyone to listen to at home I'm like oh holy Moses please like it but I'm proud of the son I'm proud of it I'm proud of the message I'm proud of the song so Oh you definitely don't have anything to worry about it is absolutely incredible and I love the message behind this because that is you you are not the normal pop song uh, pop star singing kind of you know songs about heartache and stuff you have a bit of that but you do have yeah. a lot of powerful messages in your song and this one is no different and uh, there's a commentary really on I suppose what's considered a Aesthetically pleasing on social media, yeah. isn't that it? And that where the kind of the inspiration for this came from? Yeah, that's what I was literally just at home one day and I kind of I went into the rough of like against other things and other people and I got really like bogged down with the Instagram versus reality vibe and uh I just sat down at home and I wrote that song in like two hours and I was like, I wanna say this is how I'm feeling today and I want other people to know that although I get up there in those crazy outfits that I do have days where I'm I myself, you know, question. Yeah, completely. And I, I'm going to circle back to the crazy outfits because I follow you on social media and those outfits are divine. So we want to talk about them as well. But, you know, you, <laughs> you, you, you do, do you feel pressure to look a certain way, particularly because, you know, you are a pop star, you know, there's a certain kind of pressure that comes with that as well? I think, like, obviously... Like, don't get me wrong, the social media world is fantastic for able to stay in contact with, like, friends and stuff like that, and I love that. But um, I suppose for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself, I suppose, more than anyone else, um, just because I want to always, like, up my game or, like, do something that's a bit different or, like, you know, really test myself about and, and what we can do. So I suppose I kind of do put it on myself. Um, but then you do also see, like, the and, like, you know, fixed, perfect version of everyone online yeah. that, you know, I'm bloody hell. I'm not walking around like that today in one of those outfits you see me on Instagram. If you saw me, I was like, is that really Lyra? I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's me. So, you know, there is two sides, two sides of people. And I suppose that's kind of like what I wanted to get across in the 
Yeah, oh, totally. And like, you know, I, I like to give myself breaks, you know what I mean, from social media, which can be tricky in mm-hmm. this line of work as well. And there are some people, particularly the younger generation who are just like, it's quite scary how addicted they are to being on online as opposed to being in, in the real world. So, I mean, I do think that a lot of this, uh, you know, uh, the, the lyrics and the message in this song will hopefully hit home and resonate with them as well. Yeah, I hope so, because like it is, I'd say it's massively tough, like growing up now in this yeah. social era that that we are. Um, like, I don't know how I'd be able to deal with the pressure. So like, I kind of want to be that role model to them as it's like, you know, you are not alone out there. Like, you know, people do go through this kind of second guessing themselves a lot and um, just don't do anything silly about it. Talk and, you know, yeah. realize that we all just put our best foot forward online. It's It's not... It's not everyday life. So yeah. I just kind of wanted to let them know, even somebody, you know, girls say to me like, oh yeah, but you've loads of confidence. Like, look at you on stage and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but inside, I still am like a very conservative. I get embarrassed. I get nervous girl as well. So, you know, they're only seeing an exterior. So I want it to come in a bit on my personality and, and realize that I still am this kind of like girl that's a bit scared inside <laughs> yeah totally and and that's the thing you know it, it takes a lot as you say to kind of gear yourself up as well to get out there and perform for people and you know oh my goodness me since we last spoke I was looking back at the at the notes of us when we spoke last before everything Lyra we had no clue what was coming down the line we were loving our lives chatting away uh, <laughs> back in 2019 but you have just you know you've kept really busy you did loads of online gigs as well during, during Covid and uh, I loved watching you on the big deal in Virgin Media that must have been such a fun thing to do considering we were in Covid and everything else yeah that was gas crack like when they asked me if I'd love for being one of the judges I was like yes I will anything to get out of my pyjamas on the couch I am in <laughs> sign me up so I got to like get five amazing outfits put them on literally see amazing talent had a great judging panel with me like getting to know the guys and girls on that girls lady on that it was <laughs> yeah. amazing it was a really good experience and it was something that was a bit out of my comfort zone but I, I really enjoyed yeah and I, I'd love to see you do more of that and be more be on television more you definitely have that, that, that gift and you know would you have ever been tempted now to enter the likes of X Factor or any of that when you were just starting out yourself I'd say we all have had that like little niggle in the back of our minds like you know would we go for it but I think with me my thing was what I learned about myself was that like I was as much a songwriter and yeah. a performer than a singer and I really like that element to be you know to show through because like I I don't know I'm, I, I don't think my voice comes through as much for example when I do covers of other people's songs I can't really put myself fully mm. into the song whereas like when I write my own music I really feel like I open up this new voice of my own and I feel like that's where I as an artist, I suppose, you know, that's why I decided, you know, I'm just going to go down the artist route and I'm going to graft as much as I can and uh, and go for it that way. I think that. Yeah, oh, totally. And it's paying off. It really is paying, paying off. I mean, you know, when it comes to the songwriting, right, you do have these powerful messages. But my God, those melodies are just like class. I was singing this one all, all morning. And also, like when I, when I hear Lose My Mind, I'm just like, where is the dance floor straight away for that song? I know. <laughs> what comes first, though? Is it like, does something like, does it, does the melody pop into your head first or is it like a line or how does it work? It's always quite random because I always started before with like the melody was always first and then I put the lyrics. But like I do this thing where like I could 
put down like four chords on my iPad and then just like start singing to get the melody. But always keywords always seem to come when I'm singing the melody. And then that kind of always leads to like, okay, well, this is obviously what it's about. Like, I think with this one, I started with the 29, 29 books. Yeah. I just really wanted to sing that because it's actually, if, if you look it up, 29 by 29 is like the the maximum size you can use when posting on a social media platform. And oh, I just I really that. wanted to okay. get that into it. Yeah. And, uh, and that came first. So then I was like, okay, well, this, that's how the melody is going. This sort of 29, 29 blocks on the social media platform. Kind of like both of them together kind of a bit weird sometimes. Yes, yes. Uh, by the way, I'm getting a message on 086-1800-658. Great interaction and introduction to Ly- uh, Lyra. Though locally, and this is for my shame now, Lyra, they're shaming me here. <laughs> Though locally, you might also add her grandmother was Betty Duffy from Castletown, County Meath. Also, best wishes to Lyra from all her Duffy cousins in uh, in Castletown and her Meath cousins in Rathbracken Church, Lobanstown. Looking forward to seeing you in the TLT. Little family love oh, there. that's amazing. Well, I'm so jealous because my sister actually got the Duffy hair from our family and I didn't and I'm very <laughs> jealous because they've amazing hair it's so good <laughs> and you know talking about looks and we were talking about these costumes and my god I, that's another thing that I really love about you as well like there's not you know like it, you know this whole idea of when someone comes out on stage like to perform like the whole thing is the performance obviously and the voice and everything else but the costume is a huge part of it and your costumes are just stunning like who is your costume designer first of all I just get them myself. I like, I spend hours and hours doing this and like, I'm always like on my days off, and I say day off, I don't think you get a day off in this industry, just like on buses or trains and like saving things so that I know when something comes up and like, oh yeah, I remember that that I saved days ago. Loads of them are from eBay, a second-hand online place called Depop. Like, oh, I, love that. I buy a lot yeah. of like second-hand drag outfits, which I love, and then just get them altered and that's kind of like how I do it. I, <laughs> Amazon. Love it. I love it. And does it help then kind of when you, once you put this outfit on, are you like, right, it's Lyra. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Yeah, I I'm love like, that. she is ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like it just adds to like the whole drama of everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that I love a bit of drama oh, yeah. in my life. And, uh, <laughs> you know, nothing else, FYI. <laughs> and uh, I just love when I put on the outfits and I, I just feel a bit like a different person. Yeah. I feel like I have a bit of power and I feel like I deserve to be on the stage performing because I've oh. put a lot of thought in it. Oh, completely. And would you have any now pre-show rituals? Like, you know, do you do anything backstage before like that to get yourself psyched up? Like, um, uh, this is a bit of a stupid thing now for me, but sometimes when I have to MC events and I get very nervous because I'm like in front of people as opposed to being on the radio, it's so different. But I actually do the Superman pose behind the stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to kind love of, it. Yeah, I, just to kind of, do you know what I mean? Get myself in the yeah. zone now. You know, people might laugh at that, but that's... Yeah, one kind of a thing, it's your thing. Like, that, that's it. I need to get a thing. I'm so boring. I literally, I need to have about like 15 minutes to myself. Yeah. Like, and I'd steam my voice. I, I need to have that like total switch off time. And then before I go on stage, I do this thing where I hit my stomach and that's just start going, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love that. So I'm like, I'm ready. Oh, like I love that. Fire in the stomach, ready to go. And then that's the it. Belly. Love I'm that. gone. <laughs> I love it. So you'll be doing that behind the stage at the TLT in Drogheda on November the 11th. We'll all be thinking yeah. of that just before you come out. And uh, yeah. you know, the live show, uh, and we, I have to mention as well, Electric Picnic, which was just absolutely incredible. Uh, you're set there this year as well. Um, what you. can we expect now? Because you're heading off on a, on a tour yourself, a nationwide tour. I am. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm literally so excited because I didn't actually... The, 
just before lockdown, I had just done first, like, sold out tour of Ireland. And now it's like, I'm back again. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. But it's going to be so good because I've, like, planned it a lot. There's a few, like, new songs that people, like, haven't heard. So I'm saying, like, the people who've got tickets to this one, I feel like they're, like, going to be, you know, the start crew, the real fans are coming. So they're going to get some, like, new material, exclusive hits. So that's going to be really exciting. And... Yeah, I've, I've put a lot of effort into this now. It's, it's definitely up a gear from what people have seen from me before. Up a gear? Oh my God, that is brilliant. Oh, um, yeah. Well, do you know what? <laughs> I wish you nothing but great things. I know that this song is going to be another big hit for you and I just thank you so, so much for taking the time out to chat to me this morning. Oh, no hassle. Thanks a million for having me. Your support's amazing, so Th- thanks for that. Thank you so much, Lyra there. Oh, she's amazing. 29 box. it's out on Friday. It's going to be all, all platforms and all the rest. TLT, November uh, the 11th, if you want to catch her locally as well. But check her out. Follow her on social media. You'll have all the updates there of all the different gigs that are happening around the place. 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy-efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1990, the reunification of East and West Germany, West German flag is raised above the Brandenburg Gate on the stroke of midnight. And today is World Day of Bullying Prevention. As we know, bullying has been a growing problem in schools, especially in the past few years. And this is very much about bringing this to your attention. World Day of Bullying Prevention. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Now News at 12 is approaching but still to come an important message about the environment in a new Ballet Ireland show and another Hollywood star spotted filming in Ireland. 11 to 1 with Tired of your old sofa? Has it seen better days? Compare the quality and... Rihanna kicking off her second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1086 1800 658 if you'd like to get in touch. Want to wish Alana Hughes, Kenny, a very happy 18th birthday today. That's coming in from Dad, Mam and Sister Megan. That's it. You've reached the big milestone, the 18th. I hope you're having a fantastic day, Megan. Now, um... We in Ireland, we seem to be attracting the celebrities. All over the weekend, we were talking about Jamie Lee Curtis being around, knocking around Dublin, promoting Halloween. Of course, she was on the late, late on Friday. She's absolutely brilliant. And um, there's a great video doing the rounds, if you haven't seen it already, of her hilarious interaction with a fan on Grafton Street. Essentially, Jamie Lee Curtis spots a poster for Halloween. She's obviously promoting the movie. You know, she decides to kind of get a, get a, a selfie with the poster and whatever else. And then this lady, Margaret, walks by that she's just randomly met and she brings her into her Instagram video. And it is so Irish and so hilarious. It's absolutely brilliant. But there's another Hollywood star in our midst. And actually, she has a link to Jamie Lee Curtis because she starred in one of the Halloween movies with her. Hollywood star Lindsay Lohan has been snapped in Mayo shooting scenes for her new movie. So she and her body double, uh, who looks very, very like her. Remember we put the call out as well for the body double that they were looking for. Um, They were spotted in Westport 
shooting frantic scenes as her character runs to a nearby car in what appears to be a wedding gown. So uh, last month, as we said, um, producers were scrambling for an Irish actress to play her body double. Seems they've found her anyway. And the uh, film for Netflix is being shot in Westport with further scenes being filmed at Knock Airport as well. And also uh, Kilrudry House and Brayhead and Cliffs of Moher are all on the location list for the film. So she is playing the lead role of Maddie in the movie and it's expected to be released on Netflix globally in 2023 and apparently she signed up for a two-picture partnership with the streaming service so there's going to be a Christmas movie in there as well Falling for Christmas and that's supposed to hit Netflix this year and of course people I'm sure are all agog in Mayo watching these scenes unfold Lindsay Lohan shooting uh, the new movie uh, there I think it's something there's Wish in the title I don't know the full thing the full title of it but there you go so Interesting. The celebs, they love Ireland and they love filming here. Now, speaking of celebs, let's check in with more celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Selena Gomez has sent a strong message to her fans. It follows Hayley Bieber's appearance on the Call Her Daddy podcast where she addressed online bullying from Selena's fans. The actress has responded by calling the behaviour towards Hayley vile and disgusting. I think some of the things that I don't even need to be aware of are just vile and disgusting. Not fair and no one ever should be spoken to in the manner that I've seen Words matter. So they ain't coming from me. And I just want all of you to know that I hope that you understand that this is much bigger than anything else. Lisa Snowden says winning Celebrity MasterChef has been life-changing. The TV presenter was crowned the winner after six weeks of challenges and going head-to-head with McFly's Danny Jones and All Saints singer Melanie Blatt in the final round. Speaking to Hello! magazine, she says she gained self-belief and realised if you try hard enough, things can go your way. Dermot Kennedy is promoting his next album, Sonder, which is out at the start of November. His next track, Innocence and Sadness, is out this Friday. Friday. Dermot tells us what Sonder means. Hey everyone, my new album Sonder is coming out November 4th and it's all about the awareness that every passerby, everybody in the world has their own story to tell, has their best day and their worst day and we're all sharing this experience together and we should all be more aware of that. That's The Buzz, I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Sarah McKenzie's coming back to Ireland as well next year to perform in Marley Park uh, in June, which is very exciting as well for people. So there you go. Celebrity news. You can catch up more with it uh, on The Buzz with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on and also lmfm.ie. Britney Spears, Elton John. Hold me closer. Now, how small conscious efforts can help rejuvenate the planet is the theme of a brand new production that's going to be presented by Ballet Ireland. It's called The Glass House and it's coming to Solstice Arts Centre this week. We're going to catch a word with Roisin Whelan. She's the choreographer behind this show. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. How small conscious efforts can help rejuvenate our planet is the theme of a brand new production presented by Ballet Ireland. It's called The Glass House. It's going to be performed in Solstice Arts Centre in Navin this week for its first ever children's performance. So the show is choreographed by award-winning renowned choreographer Roisin Whelan from Roisin Whelan Dance and she joins me on the line to tell us more. How are you getting on, Roisin? 
good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Now, I love that you are opening up the wonderful world of ballet to all ages because this show is aimed specifically for a younger audience and that's something that you're really passionate about. That's right, yeah. So I um, love making work for all audiences, but especially for younger audiences because they're obviously the future of theatre and dance and, you know, they're going to be the people who come to see shows in the future. So I think it's great to start off young for sure. And um, I was really excited when Ballet Ireland came to me to create a show for young audiences because this is their first young ballet created specifically for young audiences in mind. Um, So I think it's a really exciting kind of journey for them and for me as well. Oh, it really is because normally, you know, as you say, ballet, you know, would be for sort of an older audience or a more adult audience. And, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions around ballet and particularly around this idea that, you know, oh, it's a bit more kind of, I don't want to say elitist, but it's kind of the thing that comes to mind sort of initially. And that's really not the case at all. No, not at all. I think the thing now is, you know, it's um, become super accessible and also companies are starting to think more about their audiences and about making sure that everyone can see dance and can see ballet specifically, especially Ballet Ireland. They're really open to, you know, touring the country, going to different spaces, different venues, having, you know, schools in and making sure that it's at times of the day, for example, you know, even those small conscious efforts to make sure that it is accessible to everyone and um, even price-wise, you know. So I think what's great about this show is that it's specifically for a young audience and that also it is travelling the country and that they'll be able to kind of get in during school time, which, of course, children always love. Oh, we love that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) also that it will be on in the evenings as well for families so it kind of brings the whole family together and brings them into the theatre as well That's fantastic because normally we're frantically looking around for babysitters and all the rest so this means that we can bring the kids with us which is great So the themes explored in the show are very current right now there's a big climate change global warming theme at the heart of this Exactly, yeah when I when I started thinking of the idea of the show I was kind of surrounded by it so I couldn't get away from it almost so what I did was that I kind of took that idea and looked at kind of this smoky world on the outside that we all live in and then came and brought it into, you know, this green kind of paradise that I suppose we read about often and that we see in films that we don't often see maybe in our day-to-day life. And um, what came out of it, which was really interesting, was actually when we were researching the show, was trying to take care of things that are really precious. I think that's something that we can also bring into other parts of our lives as well. Um, And that's kind of where the show started to go. So looking at this one plant that uh, kind of becomes this precious almost creature that everyone tries to take care of and keep safe from the smoky world is how the show kind of envelops as we go through. Um, And it's nice we have kind of uh, a villain, which is played by an an amazing dancer. Her name's Neva Flanagan. She's also uh, Irish and she's a ballet dancer with Ballet Ireland. And she kind of plays this uh, corporate, I would say, woman in the smoky world, which for I think for the uh, adults is a nice reference to, to what we see, I suppose, as well. So I think although it's for children, there will be some moments as well for the adults to laugh at and to kind of relate to maybe as well. Oh, completely, because I've seen the, the imagery and some of the videos that have gone hand in hand with this production and uh, definitely it will cater for all ages. But also it's really a feast for the senses isn't it I mean there's there's so much kind of colour going on is in this as well as you say this juxtaposition between the kind of the green and the lush with the smoky world there's a lot going on here Yeah there is and we've got um, a great set which was designed by Set for Stage and then also a completely original score which was um, created by Issa Kavanagh who's a composer based in Carlo where I'm also from and we've worked together before so we kind of started to create this magical world 
in a way outside of the dancing and then the dancing kind of makes it even more magical which is great um and it it really allows you to kind of forget about everything for 50 minutes you know oh, lovely yeah we need that, that world yeah and we need that a bit don't we um especially after everything that we've all been through so you kind of get to step in and just be enthralled by set lighting you know design uh the choreography everything yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was talking to another guest in the show recently and he has a one-man show that's uh, coming up and some of the sections of the show involve these really carefully choreographed movements and it's to convey bigger emotions like grief and things like that. And, you know, we were talking about how it's great to use movement um, to convey these huge issues because they're so much more powerful than words to be able to communicate through the movement. So, you know, you've got big themes here like climate change, you know, big things that can be, kind of seem a bit scary, but through the movement, I think it's going to resonate with people so much more yeah exactly and I think movement is kind of innate in all of us you know when we are born for example we can't speak straight away but but we can move um so I think what's really nice is that it allows us to kind of open a gate and often you know what words can't say I think when you experience that in life you know you're, you're in those moments where nobody's speaking but everyone knows how everyone else feels yeah I think that's what's great about choreography and especially about this ballet as well you know you can really sense all those emotions really deeply in all of the characters and how that changes how that grows throughout the show because movement allows us to kind of uh, forget about words and just to look at like the subtext of the human body yeah. in a way you know and all of those things yeah it's so it's so much more powerful it really is and you know people will, who know your work will expect you know only the very best routine from yourself you're a renowned award winning choreographer even but uh, this wasn't your first career plan I did a little background research you were headed for a very different career in chemical engineering yeah so I actually did my leaving cert and uh, I had put on my CAO chemical engineering and my parents <laughs> Uh, are great and they said are you sure you don't want to try the dancing just in case um, normally it's the other way Roshi normally they're going I don't don't know what they were thinking maybe they regret it now not (laughs) at all um, no I was really fortunate that I had their backing so I did a I decided to do a year uh, just to see and it's funny I actually deferred my CEO for every single year that I was in college just in case I didn't want to dance but obviously I did um, and I did a a degree in the Northern School of Contemporary Dance and a master's there as well in performance so I got to tour as a dancer for a few years um, which I loved with different companies and then I uh, became a choreographer slowly over time so I work now predominantly as a choreographer in like ballet but also in film and things like that on Yeah well, because so. I spotted that you um, worked a bit as well for, for TV and, and on a TV show that was that came out in the US I think uh, quite recently Yeah, so I work for AMC uh, Plus as a choreographer for them. So I just did Moonhaven, which was a new pilot. So uh, it was their new series and it's coming back for season two next year. So that's amazing. They're flying everyone back over from America and I'll be choreographing again for season two. So it was great. You know, it's a sci-fi, so it's really interesting. Very different world to ballet, which was great. It's keeping me on my toes for sure, hopping from one to the other. Um, But it's really nice because that's teaching actors to move. So that's different to taking trained dancers and uh, creating worlds there so I'm really fortunate to have loads of you know different pots to pull from Absolutely and you know as you say there you know a lot of people might think that chore- choreography is just all about movement which it is obviously but you are very much involved in the narrative and the story of the shows that you're working on particularly for The Glass House this one Yeah exactly so when I'm doing shows like like The Ballet Ireland for The Glass House 
um, I really think of the concept from the very beginning and direct the show completely. So it's kind of my baby, I always say, you know, other <laughs> way. So I think of it from the very kind of the seed when it begins and then bring it to the end. Um, obviously on film, it's a little bit different because you're given a script. But for these, for this show, for The Glass House, it's kind of been nurtured from the very beginning and, and I've created the whole show and all of those emotions and themes and storylines. Uh, along alongside the dancers in the studio which has been great That's fantastic and it's, it, it gives your work as you say so much more you know variety and it's so much richer as well uh, Now you know the, one of the themes as we said you know is, is this big issue obviously of, of climate change but it's very about kind of showing us how small individual changes can lead to bigger results so is this what you're hoping that the young audiences will take away from it? Yeah I think what is really interesting is obviously what we kind of see maybe in the news and and around is that it's such a big issue that one person can't tackle it. That's mm. kind of somehow, sometimes what I feel like personally. Um, but actually what I wanted to show the kids was that it just takes loads of small little moments, little trial doing things to keep growth, to keep everything surviving. And actually that we can transform through small gestures rather than we don't have to be the president of Ireland to make a big change in life. If we all keep going and going and going, we'll eventually get there. And I think it's kind of, yeah, just to show that a small action does mean a lot. Um, and that's kind of how we use friendship is comes through in the show a lot as a theme as well. And we use that friendship to kind of change the mind and to change the the mind of the main character who's who's a little bit evil uh, in, in her purple suit. We use, we use friendship and trying to bring her into the world a little bit more to show us that that's how we can make changes, which I think is really important as well. Oh, completely. And and it just as I say, you know, it looks like such a wonderful show with really important messages at the heart of this. And and it's so important, as you say, to, to open up the world of ballet to, to young audiences. Roshan, I wish you the very, very best to look with it. And thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. Roisin Whelan there. The Glass House will be performed at the Solstice Arts Centre in Navin on uh, on the 8th, which is Saturday. So there's a show there for families at 6pm. It's also going to be performed for schools on the 7th. You can find out more information, solsticeartscentre.ie. 11 to 1. Aslan, she's so beautiful. Now it's time for job search. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Trinity Laundrette and Dry Cleaners requires full or part time experience laundrette worker in the Drogheda area to apply. You can email Kevin. He's Kevin Thornton at gmail.com. King Environmental Services requires a trainee HVAC commissioning slash flushing engineer that is willing to travel to data centres located around Europe. To apply, please email info at kesgroup.ie. So that's K-E-S group.ie. Elite 4 Manufacturing Limited requires a full-time lorry driver with a Class 1 CE licence in the Dundalk area. Please apply to Amy, Amy at eliteform.ie. And Navin Hire and Hardware requires an experienced mechanic and candidates with an interest in mechanics who want to learn on the job. You can apply to HR at nhh.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Haven't heard this in ages. David Gray, sail away on LMFM's left. From White Ladder, David Gray, Sail Away. I think everyone has White Ladder in their collection. 
100%. It's up there, isn't it? As like a classic album that you need to own. Apparently he's back in London after four months on the road as well because uh, White Ladder, of course, he's got this whole kind of anniversary tour that he's doing for that and apparently he's working on new music. So there you go. Back in the studio working on new music. David Gray. Now speaking of music, we've more on the way for you. Laura Isabor coming your way right after these. 11 to 1. Jack and Jill Children's Foundation are looking for people to take part in their Up the Hill for Jack and Jill campaign. So uh, Anne Riley, she was back on the campaign uh, urging people to go up the hill for Jack and Jill during the month of October. And Anne, as many people will know, we're in this neck of the woods. She's the liaison nurse manager for Jack and Jill Foundation. So they are celebrating 25 years providing specialist in-home nursing care and respite support for children with life-limiting conditions. That is this year they're 25 years doing that and supports a total of 11 families that's in Mead alone uh, since it was established it supports a total of 104 Mead families and there's uh, other statistics out there as well for Loud as well but um, they're urging people to take part in this so it's very simple all you have to do is pick a hill make a date to climb it grab some friends with you and away you go and make your donation and everything else and get people to sponsor you all of the details of this are on jackandjill.ie and we featured Anne on this show numerous times talking about the great work that she and all the nurses and all of the people involved in Jack and Jill Foundation uh, do so they're a very worthy organisation plus it's an excuse to get off the couch and climb and get out in the fresh air and you know get the family together or friends as well so jackandjill.ie for all of the details. Wake up one morning. There's Laura Isabor, Shine on LMFM's 11 to 1. I want to wish Vera McEnany in the castle on the Castle Blaney Road in Dundalk a very speedy recovery that's coming in from all of your friends in Toher. So they're wishing you well, Vera. Hope you're getting well soon. Now, tomorrow on the show, we're going to be in RD in Super Value in RD because we're going to be meeting LMFM Radio Bingo Jackpot winner uh, over 8,000 euro worth of prize money uh, that was given away so join us tomorrow for all the crack on that back to today Jerry Kelly is back he'll be in the hot seat from half one refreshed from his holidays that's our lot for today thank you so much for your company as always I'll leave you with the Stall Council have a great day chat to you tomorrow LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237